I've been trying to uh, get into dirty talk. Dirty talk? And yeah, I just want to like make, in the bedroom with yeah, your lady. Yeah, I just want to make sure I'm doing my part. Sp- spicing and all that. it up a little bit. Yeah. All right, give it a shot, man. Let's uh, let's hear it. I want to hear it. Okay, so I would be like, thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. That's nice of you. That's dirty. Yeah, I don't want to be too forward. You don't want to call her a name. No, dirty talk is like, it's like it's when you kind of you know take the gloves off a little bit verbally. You know, like. Uh, you like that? You, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I'll, okay. I'll I mean, try. I won't say it, but I'll try again. Okay. Go ahead. You're a fucking pig. All right. Okay. That's <laughs> you. <laughs> Every fucking week, new movies get released. How does anyone ever see these? There are too many movies. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies, family. Hello. This week on There Are Too Many Movies, we watch Memories of Murder. Before, before Memories of Moida. Before we talk about Memories of Moida, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. I'm Chris Collins. I'm Josh Rodriguez. And I'm Alex Wilson. So what have, what have you boys been watching this week? Instinctively opening the Zoa as soon as you say your name. Dwayne The Rock Johnson sponsored the podcast. Getting no money for this, by the way. Yeah, Dwayne. What do you if, mean? If we could just have I one. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we're not. Hmm. Sounds what, like you have something to share with the rest of the what'd group. What'd you say? What do you mean, dude? Hmm. Are you? Is we're this what you getting, <clears throat> We're not getting money for this. Okay, you're, you put a lot of emphasis on the we. Yeah, the collective is where I'm getting the confusion. What do you mean? We're not getting paid for this. Right. We. Alex and I are not, right. but you seem are, to... You, are you individually getting money from Dwayne The Rock Johnson for constantly drinking Zoa on the show? Let's just start the show, guys. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies. Hello. Uh, this week, on, I'm like a robot. I hear that noise, and I just <laughs> I start over. Right. But whatever. It's brought to you by Zoa. Welcome back to the Zoa podcast. Official Zoa podcast. With your host, Josh. With your host, Wild Orange. Mm. Ooh, spicing it up this week. Let's go. BB. Nothing like a wild orange. Um, I've never had any fruit in the wild. No? Say. Yeah, no. what makes it... Boysenberry? Ooh. Any berries in the wild? Yeah. I'll, I'll go. You'll eat any berry. I'll eat any the- berry in the wild. I don't even care. <laughs> like I said, welcome back to the ZOA podcast. This week, we're, we are drinking wild orange. But before we talk about that, we're going to talk about what we've been drinking. I'm Chris Collins. I'm Josh. I'm Alex. What have you guys been drinking, Zoa-wise? Um, okay. Lots of wild orange, lots of uh, white peach. White peach? White peach with my Zoa! Mm. And Do you have a dream flavor for Zoa? Mm. Oh, shit. Here we go. Yeah. I never thought know. about that, did you? Um, Grape? Ooh, you can stop right there. Just grape. Grape. Shout out to grape. Just fuck grape. Grape is... Grape is- <laughs> <laughs> fuck a grape. <laughs> Um, instead t- of wild orange, it's fucking grape. <laughs> You're like Jesus, this marketing fucking goes. grape. <laughs> it's the only one that does that for some reason. Everything else, is like wild orange, sweet berry, tropical fruit, <laughs> fucking grape, statutory grape. <laughs> Anyways, oh my god, what if we had our own Zoa, like Ben and Jerry's? Oh, like but a it's Adam collab. Is it cinnamon? Oh. Who would want to drink a cinnamon energy drink, though? Me! That sounds pretty... It sounds okay. Whatever. Zoa! There we are. Anyways, okay, the Zoa podcast ends now. What have you guys been watching? Watch oh, a documentary on Zoa. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You want to go first? Okay. Since you fucking decided to speak up? Let's go, okay. Alex. You All right. Bitch. What have Fine. you been watching, Alex? I will go. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. <laughs> go ahead. As you know, I am the official trash king of the podcast. I don't know. Well, that's arguable. Arguable, considering last week I had two reality TV you trash had the TV ultimatum and, and the Kardashians. True. And I'm the only one that has brought up the ultimatum. And you, mm. you kind of make trash cool. Like a, it's a cool thing to do. Yeah, it's like I watch yeah, it ironically. You make trash cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like a five head way of watching it. Yeah, yeah. it's you, like you, it's you like, watch look it, at this dumb shit. Because you know you've what I mean. Been to film school, you watch it with a cinematic lens. Yeah, the reality TV with the cinematic lens. And an editorial Have you seen brain. the new Kardashians? It's filmed with cinema cameras. I actually have seen the new Kardashians. It's filmed with cinema cameras, dude. Cinema don't cameras. You, don't you fucking dare, dude. Don't name, you sully the, the Kardashians? Name one cinema camera. Canon XLR. Nope. Nope. Isn't Not that, at all. Did, 
Did they not? No. Did they say black magic? Black magic. An Ari? A red. A red. All right. Okay. Anyways, what have you? What bullshit have you been watching? I am now finished with Love Is Blind. I'm finished with the Ultimatum, and I moved on to Netflix's newest garbage dog shit show, Married at First Sight. Yeah. Okay. You've How's seen that? this? Is there have new, I? There's a new season. They're all the same. Doesn't matter. It's it's the worst. You okay. Say every that time, often. every time you say, it. here's the thing. They're all the worst. All so right. what's so the it, premise? Uh, they take people who want nothing more than to be married to literally anyone. Uh, they file for an arranged marriage and also to be on reality TV for it. They sign their lives away quite literally. Yes. So and so they get paired up by the producers. Yeah, there's like this company or whatever that's probably just made up for the show that they're like we're matchmakers, uh, which. Okay, they're because like fucking. They're sitting in a conference room, going ah, throwing darts. They might as well be because the, all these the, the worst matches for most of them. There's like, like one, who had the most psychological issues? Bam. Yeah, all they're doing is pairing up people that are going to be pressure cookers. Yeah, like oh, we're gonna make drama. The best thing is you don't. It ends in either you stay married to your arranged marriage person or you get a divorce. Okay. Because you're married already. So do they fully split their money and all that shit? Yeah. Wowza. It's so, pretty fucked up. So that's so the premise follows all these different people. Are they home? Or are, are they, they not allowed to sign a prenup? I don't really know. I'm sure they're allowed. Are they are they at a place like like a competition place, or is it all like at their houses? Uh, it takes place initially, like they live together, like they move in together. It start first of all, it so, starts out with the marriage. The groom is standing at the altar, and then the bride comes in, and it's the first time they've ever seen each other. Oh my god! It is so good. <laughs> oh no! What kind of okay? What kind of weddings are these? Is it like Elvis marrying them? They look pretty classy. It looks like a classical wedding. Okay. Nothing too. So it's the fucking cathedral from Princess and the Frog. Oh, I wish. So they quite literally have never spoken a word. Never ever. And it's wow. Fucking awkward. Yeah. I wonder yeah, why. No, duh. no. No fucking duh. I recommend it. All these people deserve it. Yeah. There's like one nice couple on there, and then like there's one where one of the dude like there's a portion of the show where they all all six of the couples live in the same house for a few days, which is always good have six newlywed couples live together. It's a great idea. Uh, and one of the guys gets really drunk and picks a fight with the whole crew, like the whole production crew. That's great. It's fucking magnificent. I recommend watching it. Okay. So you you would recommend it. Yes. It's good trash TV. Yes. What else you been watching? Um, That's it. Hmm. Short week. Hmm. Short week, yeah. It's quite a judgmental hmm you gave me. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. It's just uh, that's all you watched. <laughs> been a short week the one thing you watched was married at first sight i also read 60 volumes of bleach so there but i mean i, I don't want to talk about that what's that don't nah, never mind never See, mind I, never mind you, all right we don't want josh to what's fall bleach it's a shonen manga okay. about a guy who becomes a soul reaper and it came out 20 years ago and i just started reading it you watched six you sorry not watched you read 60 volumes backwards <clears throat> of it. yes Correct. But Could you understand. do me a favor and list off the just some character names? <laughs> Ichigo Kurosaki. How R- do you remember that? I just read sixty volumes of it. Oh, whatever. Rukia Kuchiki. Byakuya Kuchiki. Yeah, I'm not going to keep going. This is cringe. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I want you to sit in nah, it. Nah, nah. That's enough. You watched Married at First Sight. It was a short week. We're recording early because Josh is out of town this weekend. Happy 420, by the way. This is when we're recording it. I'm so we're fucked so up. fucking weeded, so dude. Fucking st- yeah, and I had so many weeds. Dude, did you do? I weeded him. My I- cum doesn't even work <laughs> because weed does that apparently. I macrodose, dude. Oh shit, macrodose. I macrodose on some <laughs> weed. That's when you stick your head in a bong, and you just. You just know. go. <laughs> it's when you it's when you take one of those concentrated blobs of THC oil and you cook it in their chemistry set and take that fucking house that straight to the fucking brain. You do a taking of Deborah Logan hit where you unhinge your whole head and then, <laughs> and then you end the simulation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Promptly, Jesus. You just fucking control alt delete. 
I'm a boomer, and this is the most boomer thing ever. But as soon as like we got into like dab rigs and chemistry, I was like, yeah, I'm fucking I'm out of here. I'm not gonna get a blowtorch to yeah. get high. Yeah, I'm not a fucking gastro. It's like a hundred times stronger than regular weed. Just <laughs> condense into a ever, brick. Have you ever done a dab? No. Whole Jesus, man. No, I you, haven't. It's like neither have you. No, of course not. You definitely it's, don't want to talk about it on the podcast. No, the weed's bad for you. It's illegal in Texas. Right. Yep. It'll kill you. Watch Reef from Madness. Yeah. As I'm soon good. as they pull out the blowtorch and start heating it up, you're like, maybe not. You're like, this is the crack of marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? They've turned it into a narcotic. Yeah. 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 It, it quite literally is. Yeah. Anyways, happy uh, weed day, you fucking, fucking stoners. Have fun watching Cheech and Chong and Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Anyways, which I like. Watch um, True Wilderness. <clears throat> Oh Strange, yeah, Strange Wilderness. Strange yeah, Wilderness. Yeah, yeah. Excuse oh, me. Oh shit, a porcupine. Oh shit, a porcupine. <laughs> Best. Best fucking Justin Long. Uh, as a non-stoner, that is probably the best stoner movie of all time. It's a good one. Um, do you want to go next? Sure. Uh, short week. I had to watch Jaws, dude. Jaws. I thought you said Jowls at first. No, Jaws. Classic. Yeah. Re. I'm a shark. The movie. Yeah. Um, I watched this remastered in 4K. A remaster. <laughs> That's not the button. You didn't mean to press it works, that. Though. That's not the fucking. Where is it? Ah, I can't find it. Just hit one. Uh, oh, it's Comedic behind timing. the. Mastered. That's what it's like when you start up the 4K edition of Joe's. Yeah. On fucking 4K Blu-ray. Hard as shit, by the way. The movie goes hard. And you know what's honestly the best? Like, it's a good movie. Good movie. The first summer blockbuster. Classic. Still spooky scary at times. Definitely makes me not want to go into the water at the beach. Yeah. I mean, beaches in general now are just kind of... Most of them are, like, trashy. I'm all set on it. Yeah. I don't want to go on the beach. I'll chill. I'll relax. I'll hang out under an umbrella. For sure. Yeah, I'm not going in the water. Uh... But I got to say, I got to fucking shout out the bonus features, dude. The supplements. The supplements? Dim, s- dim supplements, though. Them suppies? Mm. Dude. How were they? The shark supplements on Jaws 3D or 4K. <laughs> <laughs> the, the third one is the 3D. The third though. one is yeah. Jaws 3D, though. That's true. That's true. Uh, this is not the one with Michael Caine. This is the original, the OG. Michael Caine. Uh, holy fucking shit, man. I love that. They have a documentary about restoring the original film negative for Jaws. That's cool. Oh, cool. It's fucking fascinating. It's it's ama- like they're literally going frame by frame, taking out all fuzz, Jesus, and like hairs and fucking yeah. you know like the stringies. It's fucking fascinating. It's beautiful and it's stunning in 4K, man. No doubt. Yeah, I, I love bet. that. Uh, the movie itself, it's, it holds up. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Still a really good movie. Still a good thriller for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't consider it one of my favorite films of all time. I saw it kind of early, but it didn't really stick with me in that way. Yeah. Uh, but still a fun time. Summer fun, top down, convertible, fun time, Sharky Jaws. That's yeah. That that yeah. was on the poster, That's, right? Exactly. Right. They were like summer fun, Sharky time, spooky boom. They're like, don't go on the water, but if you do, wear sunscreen and make sure you make a lot of noise if you're drowning. And one of the most quotable lines of all time. You ready for this? Holy fuck, it's a shark. Yeah. No, dude. What? It, it's when Steven Steele... Look at his jaws, <laughs> dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> when the dentist is on screen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that line. I was going to say, I thought it was going to be the part where Steven Spielberg walks in front of the camera in the middle of a shot and just goes, <laughs> and shits himself. <laughs> That's in the director's That's, cut. Yeah, oh, I'm thinking of West Side Story. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. Um, but fucking Quint, dude. Yeah. Those eyes. Dude. Those black eyes. Like a doll's eyes. Come on, yeah. dude. It's fucking hard. Let's go. Yeah. And then he gets promptly eaten. He gets dude, fucking tipped over. Uh, spoiler. Ah, shit. Ah, no. Movie from ah, fucking I didn't want to know if the shark ate anybody. Quint fucking gets eaten. Yep. Dude. Are there any special features about how crazy it was to work with that fucking shark? Yes. Yep. There's an entire 
featurette on uh, Bruce on just the shit not working. Yeah, and the the first <clears throat> woman that's attacked by the shark, like literally breaking ribs from the rig that she was oh, on. I nice. Think, wasn't there something on Shutter briefly, like one of the cursed films episodes? Right. Repre- yeah. References. I think so. Really? Repre- yeah. Reference Jaws. She yeah. broke ribs. She broke ribs in that fucking Ouch. guillotine thing that she's in. Wow, that would. That would not fly today. Get the bag. She got the bag. Injure yeah. yourself on set. She got Get the, insurance. the bag. And she's <laughs> like one of the first ever <clears throat> naked women to be allowed on a PG-13 film. Disgusting, you know? by the how, way. Don't how put does a that naked work? woman frontal? in a movie. How did that work? Because she's in the water, Chris. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The My water bad. is her bikini, dude. Oh, duh. <laughs> she walks so that Gianna Michaels and Piranha could run. Uh, Facts. So, like, Who I've never heard of. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know who that is either. So, and you know how it says like PG thirteen for violence, whatever. Right. So it says like violence, water nudity, right? Like that. Water, water nudity. Some language. Some water nudity. Some water boobs. Pants water shitting. titties. Yeah, that's what it says. So, how was Jaws? It's great. Four three. It's a four three movie. It, like, it's like a mandatory four three. <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah. Kinda. You just kind of have to. It's own one that. of those classic films of all time. Absolute classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then another film, my uh, last one for the week, short week, uh, Working Girls, directed by Lizzie Borden. Okay. This film came out in the late A 70s? different Lizzie Borden, I presume. Yes. All right. But she named herself after that Lizzie Borden. Pretty cool. Uh, but her name was Elizabeth Borden. Oh, cool. So she, anyways. Lizzie Borden was a girl who killed her parents with an axe in a cabin. Oh, okay. So she's like, I want to be her. Um why would she name herself after that? Because it's cool. It's cool. Edgy. It's Rob edgy. Zombie's name is Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> She's like a feminist director. Uh, she did, honestly, I don't fucking remember the names, but I know this film is pretty, um, it, it's one of the most ones that she's known for. And uh, it's called Working Girls. It's profiles, uh, essentially these girls that work in a brothel in New York in like the late 70s. Hmm. It's a really interesting film. It's like it's definitely low budget, but like it, it's voyeuristic in a way because it's sure. like the entire film is them literally just working all fucking day, meeting some weird ass clients, and that's it. <laughs> that's essentially the movie. Uh, it's it's like I said, it's voyeuristic, but it's like very real. You feel these people are in fact real. Is there like a real narrative, or is it just sort of? Fall? No, it it is. So it's, what, yeah, what is, what is their profession? Are they accountants? Yes. Yeah, you said they're working. They're working. In, so in a they, brothel. So like in they a brothel. Probably, like, they, so, so they're they accounting. Accountant. Yeah. They're yeah, accounting. They're accounting inside of a brothel. Gotcha. And, you know. No. You know. No. What? No, I don't know. I don't know much about accounting. I'm, I'm not well versed in that world. <laughs> so I they mean, visit clients and they manage, yeah. manage their money. And, and then, you know. You keep saying that. I don't get it. Why don't you tell me? Uh, we don't know. They fucking perform sexual acts for these clients, dude. Sexual acts? Yeah, dude. What? That's what a brothel is, man. Oh, is that what Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap is? Yep. Okay. Wow. I get it now. That's now a, I get that song. That's what a madam does. She's the house mom. She fucking does The house shit. mommy. <laughs> mommy. So, <laughs> so how's working girls? It's a really good movie. It's a really good, it's a time capsule of a movie. When did it come out? Late 70s. Whoa. That's a vibe. What brought you on to this movie? The Criterion Collection. Oh, yeah. Baby. You're just going through them, huh? Yeah, it's dude. It's the ultimate way to experience a movie. It really is, man. I'm, yeah. I'm going down a fucking rabbit hole for sure. Uh, and I scooped it up for fucking like $9 or something. And I was like, this will be dope. Sure. Uh, and it is. I'll pass it around. Good movie? I'll pass around my working girls That's to you a, guys. In keeping with the theme of the movie. So you check it out. Nice. So you can put it in your PS5 and keep it forever. Yes, that's how I <laughs> use my PS5 now. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. I haven't been able to check out the supplements yet, but... Disgusting. V good. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'll keep it necessarily. Okay. Might be one of those where you, you, know, you just kind of... So even though it's a Criterion edition, you right. don't know whether it'll stay on the shelf. I mean, it's like you watch it, and then and then what? And are then you, it's nice to look at. Are you gonna rewatch that all the time? Uh, <clears throat> I'll I'll give it to you guys. I'll lend it to you guys. Okay. You guys should check it out. It's good stuff. Um, very feminist director, obviously. Uh, never mind. 
<laughs> it's good. Nice. Good stuff. That's Anything it. Else? That's it for me. So we only we had a short week. The only thing I got a chance to watch was I rewatched the Batman on HBO Max. Because it's on there. Just released this Monday. It did. Uh, so if you're listening to this, it's now like a week ago. But the Batman's on HBO Max. Do you have something for me, Alex? <sighs> a Lunchable. No, I just didn't get to eat today. So, you know. <laughs> a full Lunchable. It's... It's an adult lunchable, thank you. But yeah, I mean, it's just I did, I haven't had a chance to eat yet. So okay, go ahead. You so, have trouble with the packaging there? Yeah. Did you bring any for us or just? Yeah, I can share these cured meats. Sure, that'd be great. If do you if you can, can open it, well, give me, do you, do give you me just a sec? Do you have like a? Do you have a um? Do you need help with that? Baby bell or anything? I do have a baby bell. Do you want one? I was just asking for you. If you, I'll have that Are later. you gonna pair it with this? No, this all. comes with cheese. Okay, sorry. So for the visual listeners, he's opening what looks like a, a lunchable, a full because he's seven and watches cartoons. So he brought a lunchable naturally. Yeah, is it the ham and ham and cheese? Uh, it's Calabrese and Asiago. Thank you. It's very uh, fancy. Okay, so. it's weird. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh no, it's okay. Go ahead. I'm very surprised you didn't bring the pizza one because you talk about you love the pizza lunch. Well, you got to so put much. those in the oven, and it comes with a Nestle Crunch. Oh, it's the best! It's your favorite, and then a shitty knockoff Dr Pepper. Right, that definitely gives you cancer. Diet cock, I think they call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. You enjoying that? I watched the Batman. How was the Batman? It. Take it. Thanks, man. Uh, you know, it's the Batman. So that's all I watch. <laughs> I, I don't know what to even say about it because we've already talked about it so much. Well, so. what do you think about it? <clears throat> it's 4-3. It's fucking great. You know, it's the Batman. Mm-hmm. I will say, is that kind of green? What the fuck? What do you mean? Oh, it's just the reflection of the iPad. That cheese literally looked fucking green. I was like, what the fuck is that? I'm good. Go thank you it. so much, though. Go for it. No, thank you so much. I'll though. be offended if you don't eat that. I'm sorry, but I'm not hungry. I'm offended. I will say rewatching it and... <clears throat> this may be because it's the third time I've watched it, but I really think the movie did not hit as hard in a home. At home? At home. It, I'll never forget the theater experience I had. Like, nah. yeah, I know you don't understand the theater experience. I literally just don't know what to do besides listen to the ASMR at this point. Oh, I do have another thing to add to my watch list. Go ahead. Uh, I found a tiny Korean girl who eats entire cakes. Nice. On YouTube, I assume? Yeah. What's her name? Just look up Korean ASMR cake. Anyways, um, yeah. Shout out to viewing shit in the theater. Like, No doubt. I think that, especially the Batman. Yeah, that one hit hard. It's like it's sort of bittersweet that it's now on streaming. Yeah. Because so many people are were waiting for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they like avoided going to the theater. Like, oh, it'll be on streaming. It'll be on streaming. Now they're gonna watch it and then call it a day. I know, and it's so sad because like the the difference in experience that I saw just based on like yeah, I know it's my third time viewing it, but I watched it. and I was like, there were moments where my fucking I was full chicken skin goosebump still, and like no, like in in the theater. Oh, in the theater. And yeah. then at home, I was like, eh, okay, you know. Yeah, and it's it's maybe because it, it's the third time I've seen it, so it's just true, trickling true. away. But um, shout out to viewing shit in the theater. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm all set. I think I'm gonna wait for the 4K release to rewatch it. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just there. To, you can watch it anytime, but you're just gonna. I'm gonna wait. Okay. It's better. You want the supplements? What's up? You want all the K's? Want all the K's? Give me all four of them. Yeah. Not three, for sure. No. Fuck a 3K. That's all I've been watching. So Sounds good, man. Anything you guys want to get right into the movie? Memories of Murder? Moida. Moida. I have to like actively not say that whenever I yeah. say it now. Memories of Murder. Of Memories Muck. of Murder. Muckduck. Directed by Bong Joon-ho. Whew. Going back in time a little bit on this one. It's 2003. Yeah. 2003, dude. Feels little, modern, though. Little throwback movie. It definitely does feel modern. Okay. Um, we watched it last week. We've had some time to sit with it. Mm-hmm. What were your first impressions of Memories of Moida? Um, well, going in, 
I I assumed based on the title, it's like a and what you guys said about it, it's a crime thriller. Right. But I think like his other work, I was I was expecting like some comic levities and like some awkwardness and like some okay. just some weirdness because yeah. all his stuff is like even if it's a horror movie or a thriller or Parasite, like he it sneaks in those moments. It's like um, absurdly funny sometimes yeah. where it's like um, it's just a funny situation. It's like wacky. Yeah, you know, it's in wacky, a weird way. In a weird way. So I was expecting that, and um, I mean, it is that at times. Yeah. But right off the bat, I was like, going like, it, this is his second feature film, by the way. That's crazy. crazy. What was his first one? Mother. No, I think that came after. That was okay. after. I need to see Mother. I haven't seen that. Yeah, that looks great. Mm. Yeah. I need to watch all of his shit, man. Yeah. Agreed. Officially, like fanboy now. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, and I mean, this movie opened with like the music set a real tone of like. Noir is not the right word. It's just somber, kind of. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's very sad. It's like a very and like especially the title card over that like beautiful suns or whatever it is sunrise sunset mm-hmm. with the mountains in the background and like that compared to the rest of the movie, it's like that's a, like a beautiful shot. Yeah, yeah. that whole and then, area. And yeah. then it's grim. It like literally like turns its back on that mm-hmm. opening title credit shot and then it's <clears throat> grim yeah the to find a body mm-hmm. like to, to him discovering the first body in 1986 dude yeah and another um another thing is it like the first shot is literally on a boy's face mm-hmm. last shot grown man's face dude <laughs> yes but i think they're both kind of adolescent oh like no doubt like the detective is an idiot Right. You know, I mean, they're all kind of idiots in their own way. They're inept. The, yeah. They all, every one of the detectives, including fucking Kit Guy, sees yeah. themselves as like, every detective should be like me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Exactly. They're they're righteous. Yeah. And yeah. and they're all of their character arcs get played out like fully to completion Dude. with like a sort of a tragedy with all of them. Literally, yeah. my favorite part about this film is the arc of the main or our main protagonist. Um, and like the journey he goes through, mm-hmm. like being like, like you're saying, like starting off as like a kind of goofy, inept cop to like becoming more grounded and, and serious and, yeah. uh, uh, tactful and measured. Yeah. It's only to like, it takes him a long time to start dropping that facade of him being like the monk that can yeah, look, like, in, look in my eyes. Yeah, exactly. I've, got, I've got monk eyes. He, there's that whole thing about near the beginning where uh, the guy goes, one of those guys is the criminal. Can you tell which one? And I, I'm pretty sure the whole point of that is you can never tell. Yeah. Yes. You exactly. cannot. Yeah. And that because it didn't tell you that. Exactly. And his whole character arc is him coming to terms with that very thought. Yeah. Right. I think that's the moral of the movie too. Overall, where the whole time you're like, who's the killer? Who's the killer? Are you going to get closure? And and not to jump to the end, but it's like. The, no. you just don't you, you just don't. don't you just don't you never know and yeah. th- that was one big thing about i mean i'm gonna f- jump forward we're gonna let's jump all over the who cares place. exactly yeah. bong joon ho purposefully ended the movie with our main character uh staring into the camera because he thought like of the instance of the actual murderer seeing this in the theater yes. and for at him to be time, like i hadn't been captured exactly Correct. and he yeah. wanted him to be like looking at the screen being like i see you mm-hmm. doing the look that. into my eyes yeah but through through the lens basically yeah. the movie also that's so fucking hard man it, it originally didn't have that epilogue and then fuck he added it and then the guy got caught and it's just well it turns out the guy was in prison already right yeah yeah they just found some DNA or something. He was in prison for the rape and murder of his sister-in-law, right? Yeesh. Yeah. Yeah. So he was already caught, but then he confessed to like 10 other right. killings in, during this time. So And didn't serve any extra time. I mean, uh, what are you going to do? Life sentence and then double life sentence? Like, sure. what is it? No, he only had 15 years at the time. Oh. But like, he, it was the statute of limitations on Oh, they couldn't on add anything? murder, dude. They couldn't add anything? Like, ah, you murdered that guy, but it was like 10 minutes ago, so yeah. you can't. And that's the law. And yeah. the proof isn't proof anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's dumb. Anyways, but uh, there shouldn't be a statute of, of limitations on murder, dude. On violent crimes, no. Yeah. On stealing chips, sure. I mean, I mean, as long as there's something as concrete as DNA evidence, I don't think so. Seriously, where yeah. it's like, you know, that's the ev- that's like foolproof almost. But the the more scientifically grounded detective whose perception is 
this DNA will prove that I am the correct one in this instance. Right. And then that overall also does not work. But, like, even his arc, too, he turns into this violent... Yes. Like, he's so righteous at the beginning and, like, oh, these guys are idiots. They're these country bumpkins. Exactly. I'm yeah. from fucking Seoul. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I fucking detect with my mind, man. You guys mm-hmm. are on foot. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, he's like, it, documents never lie. It was exactly. his whole thing. And and you do think that, like, oh, this guy is ahead of them in the game. Yeah. You're yeah. rooting for him to yeah. figure it out. You're like, right. this fucking guy's gonna... But, like, have you noticed their paths always end up crossing? Even though they're going in their separate directions. Yeah. Like, they're when, both kind of on the money. Exactly. Yeah. They're, like, in their own ways, like, they're, they're coming to the same conclusions. They're meeting at the same paths. Even whenever uh, our main detective... It's like, I don't know, he doesn't have pubic hair. Let's Yeah. <laughs> like we need to look for hairless men and cut I love to, the cut chief to... in that scene. He's like, How do we find that? How the fuck do we find that? Yeah. And then yeah. cut to like he's, yeah. he's, he's literally like, in a bathhouse looking at dicks. Look at my eyes. Day. Yeah. Looking at dicks. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Dude. And how he's like, Let me see your dick. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> he's like, Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, well, I thought I was all right. Like, what's right. he gonna do? Like, see as soon as somebody doesn't have pubes, like, you're under arrest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're but that's the murderer. A, that's how they operate in this tiny town. Yeah. Right? They're they're literally like torturing this uh mentally uh handicapped. That kid. was yeah. despicable. Yeah, it exactly. was so fucked up. Like coercing him to to make a confession. Well they did that multiple times. They yeah. To everyone. They tortured planting evidence. Planting evidence. They they were they were all so deplorable where it's like this is your main protagonist and he's beating people into confessions. They he's, had a shower cap for their boot because they're like, oh I'll need this because of all the beating I'll be doing. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. And and that guy loses his fucking leg later. Exactly. Yeah. The irony, the tragic irony Every of... Every one of their arcs plays dude. out yeah. fully. Oh. Well, like, fucking Dropkick McGee, like, every time he, he enters yeah. the room, he's like, what's up? Bah! Dude, <laughs> like, all the dropkicks in this movie. Yeah, yeah, so many dropkicks, like, There's hilarious. that one where he, he dropkicks a dude down a hill. Yeah. yeah. And it's that like was the, the full... I love that part. It was actually the main protective. That's the main detective. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he's like, hey, are you raping the girl? Yeah. And then, like, it was... It's like, I'm new... just asking for a director. Doof! Yeah, fucking immediate dropkick. Like, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of dropkick, this movie had a visual language, oh, so... Yeah. B! That was a terrible kick, but whatever. Fucking bitch. Yeah, I I didn't put on my shower cap, but whatever, fuck it. Ah, oh, that would have been funny. <clears throat> um, the part, but going back to how they all their paths all meet, the part where one of them is hiding from the guy jerking off over the lingerie, and then the other guy comes along. He's like, "Oh, I better hide from." Uh, yeah, I just wish that he went to hide where they were hiding, and yeah. they were like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Yeah, <laughs> no, I think it was even funnier for then when shit popped off. They were running next to each other, confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was like such a comedic like. Not a Larry David moment, but what would you just maybe a? It was like, like a, a David Fincher Larry <clears throat> David moment. Yeah, where it was like like the circumstances were so insane, where it's like you're here, you're here. It was a bit yeah. of a cosmic gumbo. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. was it? Yeah, but he's always playing all over the map. Yeah, but um, I loved how that scene, like, honestly, man, that whole scene was my favorite moment of the film. Like you, the you chase, because you have the tension of like. Holy shit, a guy just took out a brawn panties. He's jerking off into a, the fucking crime scene. You're like, is he going to come? Is he going to come? <laughs> That's the fucking guy. The the All mm. the te- detectives are already there. Then the chase scene, which is fucking great. Then the fucking scene where they're at the... The quarry? Dude. And they're all like doing their own detective work to like, but, oh, dude. But the... the- the one, dude, the one fucking shot. And it reminds me so hard of Parasite. Yes. Because it's like yes. a big montage moment. All this shit happens. And then our main protagonist, who we think is a fucking dumbass this whole time, spots the guy wearing the red underwear. But he he manipulates his other detectives because he sees the red underwear. And, he, and he's like, oh, I know who it is. So he uses that opportunity to do a lineup and then pretend that he eyed yeah. him with his eyes. Like, yeah. There he is. He's the one. And then that blew the guy's mind. Who's yeah. Mister Documents? Yes. He, he was like, he's like, maybe I am wrong. He's like, yeah, maybe I do need to just kick people. The yeah. fucking shot of him like drinking his water, like the the successful like yeah yeah. <laughs> that was that was the my favorite fucking part of this movie. Yeah, I love that. That, that was, was really so good. parasite. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. it definitely. It was like like whenever he reveals the blood stained exactly. napkin in the trash exactly. Can. Just yeah. like that. It totally. was like, oh, 
I had like a goosebump fucking moment whenever that happened, dude. Chicken yeah. skin, all of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was brilliant. But dude. that that was the beginning of um, Mr. Documents starting to think like maybe I should just operate on impulse more. Mm-hmm. And then right. and then that was it was around this time they both started to converge on their paths. Like yeah. Mr. Fucking I, I just keep calling him Monk Eyes because that's who he described himself. Detective Park is his name. Okay. He he starts to teeter into he's like maybe i was wrong and he was ripping out his evidence book he's like maybe i you know this is useless these yeah, guys these, shouldn't- all these people i just you know thought did it or whatever and then he was starting to operate under truth and then that's at that right at that moment that's when the other guy was just like i'm going fucking crazy we need to yeah pound unhinged. some doors down yeah. and then i mean the detective park even says you've changed yeah like they were both acknowledging that and the one person that didn't change paid for it yes because he got his fucking leg cut off he was yeah. forced to change yeah yeah like no yeah. more kicking fucking dude uh, fucking poetic how he lost his fucking foot after yeah being the kicking guy yeah that, yeah that's fucking it's that shit for me is is everything about this fucking movie yeah it's so good yeah it's so good and it feels like today it doesn't feel like a Movie from 2003, dude. No, yeah, no, it no. doesn't even feel like it's taking place in the 80s for the most part. No, not even, dude. No. Fuck. It's really good. It's set in 86. Yeah. It ends in 2003. Mm-hmm. Shit, man. I I totally called the... Er, like, earlier when they were, like, trying to get information out of that mentally ill person. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was describing the murder. I was like, oh, he saw it. Yeah, like I knew right away. Yeah, I was like, like there's no way this guy who is this mentally handicapped, yeah, can fabricate this type of story. No, right. and, but but he was getting all the details right, and but the way he was even describing it, I was like, it doesn't sound like he's talking about in the first person. Oh, wow. like he, I, I, I recognized that right away. I was like, it just goes I was like, you. he's a witness. Yeah, and then they just beat it out of him, and I was like, oh, these guys are just yeah. fucking mm. like uh, so. And, but then later, th- that revelation they have was, I was just like mad about it because I was like, fucking duh. Well, because you're actually looking at it through like you're trying to actually detect where something may have happened or if someone's telling the truth or whatever. I guess. Dude, yeah, because, uh, dude, there shows how good the writing is that you can. Yes. Yeah. Clean that dude, there are that. so many red herrings in this fucking movie. Yeah. Especially like, even like the fact that where it's like, oh, he only kills women in the rain who are wearing red. And then one of the victims is like wearing a red jacket before she goes outside. And then she's like, ah, fuck that. She changes jackets. Yeah. It's not red anymore. And he still, she still gets killed. Yeah. Like there's that. There's the fucking, um, the song. Yes. The guy that calls the radio. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, that is a huge fucking clue. It's a big coincidence. It just turns out to be circumstantial, and it's like all of these things that actually would happen if you're a detective. Yeah, but where it's, it's like the, it's lining up. Yeah, yeah. But I can't. I literally can't do a goddamn thing about it. But it's his hyper focusing on that. that yeah, it's like driving him crazy, and it's leading him to believe. Oh, this is absolutely him. what is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it can't be a coincidence. Mm-hmm. It's literally impossible. He's like, I'm just, I like hearing that song when it's rainy, guys. Yeah, like, I don't know, but like, you don't know exactly. Yeah, even like they are not able to prove it because it is circumstantial. But you don't fucking know. And that guy is pretty sus, Tbh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think if we're gonna jump to the end, I think that guy was the killer, and they just you think so? Yeah, they but they couldn't pin it on him. Yeah, all the things line what up. What about the evidence? Not. The DNA, yeah. it didn't say no. It said inconclusive. So the DNA, the document, okay. technically, it's not like... like. And the irony of the guy that the whole movie says documents don't lie, mm-hmm. at the very end says, this is lying. Yes. Like, his line is something like that. I got like, goosebumps yeah. when he said that. Yeah, he's like, like, this document ah. is false. Like, I don't need this document. Like, you're the documents guy. He's yeah. lost it. And he's lost it. And But I was with him. It was like one of those moments where it was like... Yeah. Do I let this guy go and let him kill more people, or do I, um, you know, technically break the law? Do I take the bullet? Yeah, like, I and end this guy. And in his shoes, it would be like this guy is a, you've got a mur- you're facing a murderer and a rapist right in front of you, right. and you have the opportunity to stop him. Like in in his shoes, all those things lining up, and the guy not denying anything. And just being like, yeah, yeah, I did it, and then never saying anything. It reminded me a lot of prisoners during this, yep. yeah. where it was like all these, all these like misleading yep. uh, avenues they took, red herrings, yeah. And then you know, a person that's mentally handicapped was in it too, like sending them down a different way. Like this reminded me a lot of prisoners, yeah, big time, yeah. Um, dude. 
when the fucking kid kills himself on accident, brutal. Oof. I was like, oh my god! Like that made me audibly go, oh, right? Yeah. What the he fuck is happening? The telephone pole. Yeah, like, so oh, he's sad. gonna kill himself. Oh like, my dude. god, dude! It was so sad. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. That fucked me up, man. Yeah, I. That was rough. I, that's always so heavy. Like. The tension is all over this fucking movie, dude. Yeah. Always tense. Like, the fact that they even have to wait for the fucking DNA test to come back from the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they don't have the tools to do that. It has to come in the fucking mail, dude, mm-hmm. from the United States. And they have to keep an eye on the suspect so he doesn't flee while they're yeah. waiting for DNA results. Oh, my God. And, he, and of course, and they, he lose sight, <laughs> they lose sight of him one time, and in that time, another person dies. Yep. So... That wasn't my other thing too. Where it's like true. that's that there's that con- inconvenient like convenience. All those conveniences line up where so many things point to this guy. But there was one specific shot that I think is Bong Joon Ho telling you this is the guy, and it's um, in the woods when uh, when they lose the suspect that one time. Um, he goes to the woods in that moment where he's choosing between the schoolgirl and the other woman mm-hmm. and he can't decide. There's a shot of a hand resting on a tree and it pans over and focuses on the hand and it looks really soft. Uh, yeah. So to me, that oh, was yeah, like, that was like, oh, that's the soft hands that are always described and you know, the right. guy had soft hands. <clears throat> so for me, that was like, oh, this is the guy. You know what's funny though? Every time Bong Joon-ho shot a scene with the, the murderer like throughout the entire film, always a different actor for every scene Ooh. that is so interesting because i went back and i paused it for the, that moment the when re- he yeah. yeah when he crawls out of the ditch yeah. so fucking oh, creepy sick. oh dude the part before that can we talk about that where his head just bobs out of the oh. field and then goes right back down that, yeah it's so fucking scary shots. that like that actually terrified the fuck out of me yeah that was spooky scary yeah the, the way he came out of the woods and uh, the ditch to <laughs> get that girl like spooky scary big spooky scary yeah um, but yeah, I, what were you going to say though? I tried to compare, right? Cause I was like, there was a shot of him earlier. And so I went back and I was like, fuck, I can't tell. Yeah, it's, too- it's, it's too blurry and he's running and it's like, he's all covered in mud. Every single scene, different guy. I love That's that. fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. He's like, fuck you viewer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't figure Yeah. You think you're smarter than me? <laughs> fuck you. It's I'm like, he's literally, you know. even in the way he's crafting the movie, he's not giving you closure. Not he's like, he's like, you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it's funny because the movie, they, they when they when he's asked what the movie's about, he's he always answers that he wanted to make a movie about the incompetence of cops in the eighties during that uh, Korean Revolution, mm. where they were corrupt, beating people, you know, all Dude, kinds of crazy the shit. Public yeah. fucking dramatizations. Yeah, the, uh, that's con- like that's fucked up. Imagine being a reporter and then the guy they coerced to, to, to making a confession has to fucking go out and act out the crime they just committed. Yeah. That was so weird. But that's a thing that they used to do. <clears throat> that Crazy. is so weird. That's real. That's so weird. And only only in two countries. Only in South Korea and then somewhere else. I don't fucking know. <laughs> in some other fucking country. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's the um the incompetence of not only the incompetence of all they're investigating, but like the crime scene where it's like Oh, they're just trampling all over all the evidence. Yeah, all over everything. Like, it was so angering. Yeah. Like, so aggravating just to watch the movie. Dude, that first shot where, like, he's literally scoping out, like, oh, there's a footprint right there. And that shot behind him, like, going through the fucking crime scene. Mm-hmm. And then you see the tractor. And he's like, no, stop it. Dude. Yeah. Like, goes and then up. someone falls. Yeah. And then it goes back. It was like a big wonder. That yeah. was a an amazing one yeah and, oh, the, and then it goes that. back and then somebody else falls yeah and he's like look at these fucking fools <laughs> it's just total fucking chaos it's just yeah. absolute fucking chaos yeah. and it makes you feel like when that detect the more scientific <clears throat> detective guy gets there you're like oh an actual detective he's right planting the little marker he's from Seoul. he's gonna yeah. He, yeah, he's from like a big thank city. god yeah you're like thank god this guy's gonna fucking yeah he's gonna redeem everything nope, nope. <laughs> fucking nope fucking, fucking nope get fucked yep uh, the fight scene in the bar before the mentally handicapped guy dies. Yeah, yeah, fucking loved that. They go so ham. It's bananas. like in Korean movies, they, for some reason they just go like it feels so real. Yes, yeah. like where they just it's such like, exact. How is somebody not hurt? Right yeah, now? yeah, they're like, like actually beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, yeah, like such exaggerated movements. It's insane. Like where they they it doesn't seem like it punches. It's like a an pulled. actual threat. Yeah. Like the way they act because like some. You know, some American films would be like, hey, 
But this one, it's like, no, that's an actual like guy that is yeah. upset, an unhinged motherfucker. Like, is what oh, that he's is. he. This actor must have pissed off this other actor. For, yeah, for this yeah, scene. Yeah, it, it it does play to the performance of like how big and grandiose they go with it, yeah. where it's just like, holy dude, he fuck. literally drop kicks three guys throughout <laughs> this row. movie, and it, like nothing. Yeah, yeah, like it's nothing too. Like, like he's practiced it. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's a common thing he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, the, oh, taking the nail out of his fucking leg—that was, that was fucking rough. It and I was like, "How the fuck did they shot, shoot that?" Because it looked like that nail came out of, out of his fucking leg. That's amazing. Yeah, that they was just did it backwards, and he put a nail. In his <laughs> <leg>. <laughs> like, but like, this is it's, brilliant filmmaking all around, dude. Yeah. Like, this is one of the best, like pound for pound. I don't know how much this movie fucking costs. But it looks incredible. It looks. Great. I would put that up to anything today. Yeah. But but it's also any detective thriller today. Yeah, but it's also a major genre bender where yeah. y- you think it's a crime thriller, but it's part comedy, part dark comedy, yeah, part tragedy, existential crisis. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like uh, it's just such a hyper realistic. But but usually you're rooting for the detectives. That's yeah. the thing is usually yeah. you're rooting for them to solve it. They are bad guys, but you're rooting for them. Yeah. yeah. And it, but in this one, it's like they're very. You're still rooting for them, but at the same time, you're not because they're doing the fucking worst. It's a little bit past antihero. Yeah, and they're almost villains. Yeah, totally. But like the redeeming quality of Detective Sao, who is like the more anal- analytical one, of that girl that he finds walking in the rain, saves her. Yes, sees her at the school and helps her put on her fucking band aid. She turns out to be one of the victims, dude. Mm-hmm. And the fucking like literal breakdown of that character the moment he sees the fucking band-aid on her back jesus and then i'm sorry i'm sorry what was the band-aid significance i missed that it just shows that that was the girl that he helped out at the school he helped her at the school i don't remember her so that was the same girl that was caught in the rain and they're like hey come in here and she was like chilling with them inside of that like um oh and he was like asking her about the outhouse right yeah and that then he sees her at the school, and then she needs help, like putting a bandaid on her back for like I think it was birth control. Is that what it was? I think so. Oh, I missed that. Puts the bandaid on her I back. Zoned out on that. And then at the end, it's her. That's that was the significance of the bandaid. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought the the bandaid significance was he didn't care about the crime scene anymore, mm. and he like because he like touched the body. Oh, he was just okay, trying okay. to cover her up. Yeah, yeah. But there, right after that, uh, he walks past uh, main dude. And he's like smoking a cigarette and like totally even keeled, and it just goes to show the difference in experience, yeah, and how more like he's just used to this shit, right? Yeah, but he was unhinged at that point. Yeah, that, that's what set him that off. Broke yeah. him because sure. he basically that's when he goes next, and attacks that dude. Yeah, because yeah, in his mind he he let that guy kill her. He feels responsibility for it. Yeah, because he let mm. the guy out of her out of his sight. Yeah, Fuck. I guess f- going from that wherever academy he went, where everything was basically like a test on paper and not like a real tangible thing in front of you in the town you live in, to then experiencing that is like completely different. Dude, one of my favorite fucking scenes in this movie also is whenever they're like trying to get help because they realize the song just came on, mm-hmm. and like the song just came on he goes outside and like reaches his hand outside and it's raining the fucking look on his face when he realizes that it's raining and they're like okay fuck we need this we need that like the length of this song to stop a murder exactly they're (laughs) like we we need extra cops and they're like well they're all dealing with a fucking riot sorry can't help you yeah all the lights are off essentially helping this guy kill somebody else and they can't do a fucking thing about it yeah. They're helpless. Oh. Yeah. That it's painful. Give like, me, yeah. dude. It's get it's oh. not, not getting to the bottom of it fast enough. Right. That's yeah. the biggest tragedy, like in things that are hard to watch and like detective things where it's like the evidence seems like it's always right around the corner. Right. And they never quite get yeah. there in time. This whole movie feels like a more trimmed down and cinematic zodiac to me yes yeah it it feel like this is a better movie than zodiac agree yeah hands fucking down yeah and they did it in an hour and a half yeah yeah like i think i think it's two hours (laughs) i think it's two hours yeah Yeah, yeah, it's two hours right but it's not three fucking hours totally totally um it's tight it's nice and tight and it's a fucking immense story that they're able to condense somehow to two hours dude Fucking just give it to him, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This Bong Joon-ho is... nailed it. 
he's, he's he a fucking a, master, dude. He won a ton of awards for this movie, too. Right. I mean, it's funny how... It didn't even come to the U.S. until like two years after it released in Korea, right? I don't know. I feel like when they re-released this movie recently... Yeah, I, like a couple years a, ago. Yeah, it got a ton of uh, publicity. I don't know. Yeah, they did a theatrical release a few years ago once Parasite blew up. Right. That's what it is. And, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Th- well worth it, man. This is This is a fucking... This is a masterpiece of, a great of detective work and just come on, man. And the research that he put into it. Like those the dates yes. for the most part are real. Yeah, All those murders happened, but like he condensed them down because they would happen like three and four years apart. Yeah. But he just condensed them down to like that year that this movie's happening. Yeah, it's yeah. like a Korean from hell by Alan Moore, where yeah. everything is like completely factually right. An actual witness did commit suicide, like jumped in front of a fucking train. Ugh. Um lo- lots of this shit happened. The DNA the test was inconclusive. It's um, fucked. Anyways. One thing that was different, they sent the, the DNA evidence to Japan in real life, and then in right. the movie, they sent it to the US. Probably implying it'll be like a longer wait. Yeah, I think Yeah, so. more tension. Yeah. yeah, I think so too, yeah. It's going to Tanzania. But yeah, 13 years after this movie, not 13, 16 years after this movie came out. So they caught him in, they caught the, the the DNA pointed to the guy in prison in 2019, and this came out in 2013. Or sorry, 2003. This so, came out 19 years ago. Crazy, <laughs> nuts. And it looks almost two decades. Fucking incredible, dude. Yeah. I know it's and, apples and oranges, but do you like this or Parasite better? That's tough. this. This is more satisfying than Parasite. You think? Yeah, so? Parasite is the a- ending of Parasite bugs me still. I Par- love Parasite. Parasite is great, but it's this is a more of a detective thriller, which is kind of a my alley. And that Parasite is a thriller, but it's like a, it's like a, it's like a social commentary, social, yeah, yeah. social like. But class. I'm gonna go down the Bong Joon Ho rabbit hole, dude. Yeah, you've seen Snowpiercer, right? No. Oh, really? Really? Ooh. Gonna go down the Bong Joon hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I'm like dreading watching is uh, Okja or Okia. I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah. Yeah. That looks like just a fucking ball of sad. It's big sad. Yeah. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yeah. Weird role. I'm ready. It's, Coming on Criterion next month, BB. Oh, I'm getting it. <laughs> Dude, yep. it's the Along least. With all 20 Akira Kurosawa samurai films. <laughs> I will say it's the least. I just bon- got seven samurai, by the way. Oh, nice. Go ahead. Nice. Um, it's the least Bong Joon-ho feeling movie. I think his, so? Though. Yeah. I watched, to be fair, I watched it on a plane. Yeah. So that's a yikes, but. What? Okja. But yeah, that's all I got for. Yeah, that's it for me. Memoirs of Moida. Yeah, it's a fucking loved it. Dude, it's great. Check Go out check the Criterion, please, because the supplements. The, the not only the fucking supplements slash special VTs, but the fucking commentaries, which I watched. Just, I watched it last week, and then I watched it this time with the commentary. Nice. Hard. Does Guillermo del Toro do commentary, or just that little feature? Just that feature. Okay. Uh, but uh, Bong Joon Ho does a commentary with the actors and then also the crew. Nice. Dope. Wait, so there's two separate ones? There's three separate ones. Jesus, but Bong Joon Ho's in all of them? The third one is with an American journalist, and it's great. Excellent. And I watched that one too. I kept going to like different scenes for different commentaries because I didn't, I couldn't watch fucking all four of them. Watched yeah. nine um, hours of the same movie. Yeah. Uh, so I just went to different scenes where it's like, I want to hear the actors talk about this scene. I want to hear the fucking journalist talk about this scene. It's great. Yeah, it's a great movie. Or a historian. He's not a journalist. Solid movie. Fucking neato. Loved it. Ready? Let's get into it. Is it, Is it cinema with Marty Scorsese? We have to determine whether or not Memories of Moida, Moida. is or is not cinema. All right? I'm going to go first. Ah. It's fucking cinema as shit, dude. Yeah. Alex? Easy, yeah. Ah. Chris? Is it cinema? Is it cinema? Do people get kicked in this movie? Drop kicked? Drop kick cinema, dude. Ah! Absolutely. Finish him. That's how. That's how hard they get kicked. Yeah. All right. So now we have to determine whether or not Memories of Moida belongs in four three. I think Alex and I have both already given our yes. votes on this because we both own it on the Criterion. That is correct. 
It is currently stuck in Chris's PS5. No, it's not. No, it's not. I actually posted a tutorial on the Discord on how to eject discs like, from your PS5, like by the I, way. I tell you when it happens, and you're like, oh, no, that sucks. And then I'm like, yeah, I did all this to get rid of it. And you're like, damn, I hope you get it fixed. And then you post... This fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's called comedy. Look it you up. fucker. <laughs> you stupid fuck. <laughs> Alex, does it belong in 4-3? Absolutely. Ah. I will concur. Ah. Four fucking three. Chris? Don't pull a Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's 4-3 for me. Ah. That's fucking incredible, guys. Easy mode. It's 4-3 as shit. It's a 4-3 movie. Go check it out. I'm just going to get ahead of this right now. And I'll be 100% honest with you guys. I didn't do a DMT. All right. So it's all on you guys. I think we know what it is. Mem- Memories of Moida. Memories I can't even fucking Moida. say it. Memories of Moida. Memories of Moida. What's the dumb movie title for? Memories of Moida. Well, you got yours. Memories of Moida. Yep, that was my DMT that I yep, had. And I thought of that. And, I, and I'm a good guy. How do you spell that? M-O-I-D-A? Yeah. H. Great. H? Yeah. Moida. Moida. Or you do memories. Memories. Mems of Moida. Memories. memories. <laughs> All alone in the moonlight. <laughs> Mine is, dude, remember that murder? <laughs> nice. That's dude, it. where's my murder? <laughs> um, I have better Zodiac and Dropkick Detectives. <laughs> That's Dropkick pretty Detectives, great. I think, is the best one. That's good. All right. <laughs> memories of Moida. Memories of Moida. I love Moida. that. I mean, I mean, I feel but like is I that have a DMT? That. Yeah, but is that a DMT? I feel like Dropkick Detectives is a DMT. Thoughts? I think, dude, where's my murder? I, I kind of like that. Okay. Tough decision. It's real tough. All right. You already know what it is. <laughs> yeah. You're <laughs> listening to this now, and you're like, which I, of the uh, three detectives would we all be? Comment below. Ooh. Oh shit! I almost. I was so fucking close to dr- to coming here as a. Korean. Washed out, burnt out detective. <laughs> I was gonna show with my fucking rainy suit, trench coat, <laughs> fucking tie all done up with like a Manila folder that's like rain dripped yeah. wet. And you're oh, just, like, just gonna spill papers all over the fucking yeah. place. You're gonna kick me in the face right when you walk in. <laughs> What's up? Boom. <laughs> just disheveled as fuck. Didn't shave. Did you talk to a woman today? Boom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't happen though. You got sh- shower caps on your boots. Fucking boom. Oh boom. man. All right. Should we try and guess budget? Oh, shit. Let's see what happens. All right, let's see what happens. You have to guess in Korean... Come up on the mic or I'm going to fucking dogs. freak out. Okay. I don't, I don't know the currency in Korea. Um, What was the budget for 2003's Memories of Moida? Forty $40 million. $40 million. Okay. Sick. Alex? Fool. $20 million. All right, I'm going to go right in the middle. $30 million. Son of a bitch. Get fucked. Alexa... How much did the movie Memories of Murder cost to make? Memories of Murder cost an estimated $2,800,000 US $2 million? Holy fucking shit. No way. Shouts you guys to them. were way off. <laughs> Shouts to them. That's yeah. amazing. That was crazy. $2 million. $2 million Did bucks. we hear that right? Yeah. Two billion, actually. <laughs> no, but I was like, that just doesn't seem $2 million. Wow. Okay. I'll take it. All right. That was amazing. Crazy. Actor game. Actor game. <laughs> for for the main guy from all of the Bong Joon Ho movies. For, yeah. So for we're Kang just, Ho Song, dude. Let's go. Let's just do Bong. Parasite. Oh shit. Ah shit. Shit. Can you? I moved my shit around. What's going on? There's three songs what the playing. Fuck? <laughs> Parasite. Parasite. <sighs> Memories of murder. Hey, man. Okja. He's not in that. God damn it. I knew he wasn't. You fucking suck, dude. Anyways, we got to All right, go. what's your next one? <laughs> the, host. Hey, the host. The so host. I won. I won. Go. We got to go. Whatever. Yeah, let's get out of here. That's Thank- it. You're not going to. All right. Thank you for listening to There Are Too Many Movies. Check out Memories of Moida. Um, it's on Criterion. And, you know. Criterion. Yeah. Criterion. It's the same thing. It's not. I'm from Michigan. Are you going to buy this? Are you going to own it? Um, Nah. So you just like steal I the bar- media from people? I mean, I borrowed it and I washed it and that's all I need to do. Hmm. It's like you don't care about the finer things in life. It's like you don't care about the criterion. Speaking yeah. of the finer things in life, five bucks a month on Patreon. Oh, Ooh, good one. Nice. Got that plug in at the very, very the ver- end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when everyone's tuned the fuck out. 
Let's see how long we can go after the song. This okay. is the longest we've ever gone after the song. What's up, man? Not much. How are you? I'm great. How are you, dude? I'm fine. Get my shit pushed in at work, but same. Yeah. This is the post credits Marvel thing. This is like th- this is that. Oh the- shit! It's Gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> this is when a third, a fourth co-host comes in and they're like, "Whoa, it's that guy!" This is the Talking Dead of there are too many movies. Oh Jesus! So, so Chris, hard. you're obviously Chris Hardwick. Obviously, obviously, obviously you're Chris Hardwick, and yep. I'm um, Rick Grimes. Because sure, and I'm the fucking celebrity host or celebrity guest. You're Robert Kirkman. All right, he's a writer. Ah, fuck it. Yeah. You ask me something. What's a zombie? B. Oh shit! It's Rob Zombie. Oh shit! <laughs> Later, Toads. Later.